is Gemara and Chagiga Daf. Hey, all the learning should be incredible. Incredible. Schoshedach by Yisachayim. The very Shemim Rashi is a gitol. Shaydel Esther Bachan Hanamokal. Murachay Ben Davashinta is a gitol. Bashavashinta. Shemim Ben Chaya Ofik Ben Tali. Shlomi Ben Livi Zahavali. Shavayim the Shedach B'Karim Hamish. Well, the learning should be a tremendous Chosef for Shlema. Four Rafal Avram and Rochel Adai. Shemim Ben Chana V'Galbera Basazer Ben Gavriel Basluma Yisrael Yitzchak Ben Dina. Shmuel Yosef Ben Yefei the Men of Vega Chaim and Zar Shlomim Ben Reizah Zerbas Glendi to Basim Zchayv So Yisrael Mendel Has Zerbas Ben Shalei Shomas Naomi B'Shaviku Shechano. Shmuel Ben Tiel Dinu Chan Reizah Mechayv Azina Dinu Ben Shem Nemed Asviv Vega Verif Kavat Shem Nezal Zvinu Glas Amar Miyakozer Baskil Shem Nisach Ben Esi Yudis V'Salich Shar Chadi Yisrael We're holding on Hey Amid Aleph We're about ten lines down The first one in line is Chilufei And we yesterday got very deep into all these discussion of different Amarayim that learned different Psukim and the Psukim caused them an incredible regesh incredible feeling they would cry when they saw certain Psukim and we ended yesterday with a fascinating discussion about the Malach Hamaves that at some level has the ability for someone to be nifter at the wrong time whatever that means and today we pick it up again 10 lines down Hey Amaral the first word line is Chilufei Rav Yechran Kimotel Aikra when Rav Yechran reached the following Pasik Bachi he would cry what was the Pasik that says and you incited me you excited him against those to destroy him for no reason and this Pasuk we darshin if we have an Eved a slave that when the master when they incite him and what happens when they incite him is incited and acts against the slave again when the master wants to we'll call hit and do bad to the slave takana yeshloi there still is anything for the slave to do. What's the slave going to do? The master trying to beat him up. So Rav and that's again, all these took him at some level can be referred back to Klal Yisrael. Over here, the Mepharshim explain that the Satan at some level quote-unquote tricked Hashem and Hashem has to give the punishments to his cho- servants, his children. This is referring to Eov. And therefore, what's he going to be able to do for himself? Rabbi Yechon Kimati Lahaykra Bachi Rabbi Yechon reached the following pasuk. He would cry. What was the pasuk? Hein Viktoishav Lo Yam Lo Yamin. He cannot have any faith even in the holy ones. Viktoishav Lo Yamin Viman Yamin. And we learn from this pasuk: if he can't have faith in the holy ones, then who could have faith? Who could be the one that can stand in front of Hashem? And now we continue. With a story that's going to relate to the way the Gemara just starshened up the previous Fasig Yoy Machad. One day, one day, Rabbi Yechonah was going on the road, Chazil, Hugavra, he saw him. a certain person, he was gathering figs, Shavach, Hanu. He would leave those dimatu that were ripe. Very weird. Usually you go to the fruit store, you pick the ripe ones. This guy was feeling them and picking the not ripe ones. Amr Leis, Rav says, a good abiding citizen. What are you doing? These are better, they're riper. Amr the person responds, he cites the answer. I need them for the road. I don't need them for today. I need them for a few days from now. So the ones that are not ripe will be ripe in a few days. That is the reason why I'm taking the not ripe ones. So Amar, when Rabbi Yechon heard this, he said, Ah, I knew the chseh. That's the meaning of the previous aforementioned Basik. Hey, Mbik Daishiv, lo yamin. 
Paul can out of faith, even in the Holy Ones, meaning even one who right now is ripe could become not ripe afterwards, whereas in the opposite, one who's not ripe right now could do tshuva and become a tzaddik afterwards. How careful one has to always be. There was a certain Talmud in the neighborhood of Alexandria, and he passed away when he was young. Alexandria said, if he would have been, if he would have been better, he would have lived. Meaning, he was saying about this Talmud, part of the reason he was nifter, he didn't act appropriately. But I asked the Gemara, what did Rabbi Yochanan just teach us? Says the Gemara, what do you mean? Maybe he would have been one that would have gotten worse. Maybe right now he was ripe and he's going to get worse. So how are you telling me that he was nifter because he wasn't good enough? Answers the Gemara, oh, you know why? Because he rebelled. That Talmud of Alexandria knew that he didn't listen to Zerapayim. That's why he was able to say that about him. And continues the Gemara, similarly, I'll draw it near you. In judgment, and I will be a witness, a quick witness, against the sorcerers, and the adulterers, and those who swear falsely, and those who take the wages away from a worker of their sachir incorrectly. And from this passage, Rabbi Yechlan Darshin, if we have a servant, we have a slave, the master draws him near to judge him and testifies against him. Is there anything that the servant could do? Amar Rabbi Yechem ben Zakkai, so explains Rabbi Yechem ben Zakkai, Oy lano, shashakulenu ha'kosov, kalois gechamurois, woe is to us, as the Torah weighs against us, the kalois, that, that which is easy and light, gechamurois, like, the difficult ones, as the Pasuk puts together over here, all different types of eras, it puts together one who's being a machashev, with one who swears falsely, one who doesn't give the workers wages, with one who's an adulterer, so explains Rish Yechem and Zaki, how terrible is it that it seems that we're getting judged for all these deeds as one. And Amr Rish Lakish says, Rish Lakish, Kolmita, Kolamata Dino Shalger, Kilumata Dino Shalmailo. Anyone who perverts, anyone who sways, anyone tilts the judgment of a ger, of a Convert is as if he tilts the judgment of Hashem above. How do we know that? The Basik says in the previous Basik, and it turns and it twists the judgment of the Ger. The Yod is showing that Hashem is saying, as if you mess up my judgment. Excuse me. A little bit of a cancellation. We immediately get for a big. As the Bosik says, they do not fear me. If we fear Hashem, we'll get forgiven right away. When he reached the following Bosik, he would cry about 10 lines, wide lines. First word line is Yechran. All the actions of Hashem will bring in judgment. I'll call Nelam. 
I'll call Nelam over everything that is hidden. And we learn up from this passing, Eve, Sharabo, Shagul, Shigago, Kizana, it's we have a slave. That the master judges when he makes a mistake, a shaygig by accident, Kizdaina is like when he does it on purpose. Takana Yeshla is anything that that slave could do. My Alkol Nelam, what does the boss mean? Everything that's hidden. Amarav, Zehoire, Kina, Bifnechavera is the first to someone who kills a louse in front of his friend, Vinimasba. And his friend is disgusted by him. Potentially small actions, but done in front of someone else, causing him to be disgusting. That's going to be the judgment that one will get upon. But what does the Basik mean? And the Basik ends off says, whether it's good or bad, that Hashem punishes someone that does seemingly a good action. You're giving Staka, but you're doing, you're doing a good deed, but you're still going to get punished for it. Why? Because you did it before Hesia and you embarrassed the Ani. It would be better if you didn't give Dani any money. You gave it to him and you embarrassed him. So we see that there could even be a judgment on something seemingly good. And similarly, you're giving Sadaka, but you're doing it with a woman in private and people are going to suspect things are going on. It's also a quote-unquote good deed that one could be judged upon. As the Gemara explains, people are going to suspect you. And the last narrow line, Rav Amr Zemeshagher Le'ishtoi this is referred to someone who sends his own wife, In Arab Shabbos, you send your wife a piece of meat that wasn't properly kashered, wasn't properly the sinews and whatnot were not removed. Because it's Arab Shabbos, she doesn't look at it and it can cause someone to make a mistake. Ask the Gemara of our Rav Meshagir. But Rav himself used to do this. Explains the Gemara, Shiny Bas of Chista. Rav was married to the daughter of Rav Chista, so the daughter of Rav Chista was different. The Kimle Begavei de Rav knew about his wife. She was a Bekiah, she was very an expert, and even on a busy year of Shabbos, she wouldn't come to make a mistake. Rav Yechelen came out to the Aikra, Bachi, Rav Yechelen continued the discussion of all the times Rav Yechelen cried with different Psukim. Vahaya, Kisim Sayan, Oisi, Rois, Rabbis, Vesarais, Evet, Shirabbis, Vesarais, Vesarais, excuse me. The Pasik says it should be that all the Rois, Rabbis, the many bad things that happened, Vesarais, and the distressing things. And what does this refer to? Evet, Shirabbis, Mamsel, Rois, Vesarais, Takane, Yeshlai, is anything that Evet could do when his master treats him such a way, my rois and sarois, amarav rois shenasa sarois zulazu. You know, rois meets are things that become one. They build up the things that have each other. Kigoyin, for example, zibura vakrava, a wasp and a scorpion, a little bite on itself is nothing. But when they get compounded one on top of the other, then it can become quite deadly. Ushmol amar in the very first, very wide lines that mamsla moisani vishas adoychay. This refers to someone who gives money, but only. At the chak, as Donnie's about to crush, then you give him money. What are you waiting till the last moment? Says Shmuel. Amarav, I know Damri Yitzchak. The people say Zuzah li la loishchi lozuza. Azuz is not available to buy anything. But to hang it, all of a sudden now you're giving him money, it can be found. It's a terrible time to lend the money, says Shmuel. But the Gemara says, one second, the Basic says, the Shem says, my anger will flare up on that day. Mayhem, and I'm going to forsake them and hide my face from them. And the last line of Heyamad Aleph, Amarav, Hester upon him. Anyone who is not concealed, anyone who is not subject to the Hester upon him that Hashem hides from him, ain't I mayhem. 
is not one of the children of Hashem. Anyone who's not within the punishment of, he's going to have nothing to eat as we turn over to similarly he's not considered one of the children of Hashem. And explains the Gemara, you're not within this pasuk that Hashem conceals his face from you, and nor are you going to be in the punishment of, you're going to have nothing to eat. Do you know how much money I have to give in secret Bitsina and secret Beishavar Malka? You think everything looks good and dandy, says Rava. It's not true. I have to continuously pay to the king all the money away. Even still, the Rabbana looked at Rava with a discerning eye. They looked at Rava and Shavar Malka v'garvua, the agents of Shavar Malka, the different servants, came and stole all his money. Amr Hainu de Danya, and Rava commented on the story, and he said, this is the Bryce, Amr Rav Shimon Gamliel, Komagim Shiraz Chameneyem, Oymisa, Oyni, when the Chazal, when the Chachamim look at you with those eyes, it causes that either Misa, one could die, Oyni, or causes one to become impoverished. And says the Gemara, Vanoichi Aster, Aster, Pana Beyama, who Hashem says, I'm gonna hide my face. Amai Rava, Marketish Bark, Lavabi Shazarti, Pana Mehem Bechaloi, Madaber Boy. Even though I hide my face, but in the dream, I'll still appear to you. Rav Yisvamar, Yodai Netuya, Aleinu, even though Hashem hides his face, his hand is still outstretched above us, meaning he still protects us in the first medium line. Shinemar, Ubetal Yodai Kisisicha, as the Pusik says, the shadow of my hand, I'm gonna cover you up. And Rabbi Shua ben Chanani Avikov, a Kesar, Shua ben Chanani was standing in the Caesar's palace, Achla Ehu Apikursa, there was a certain Apikairas that was standing there, Amma Amma Dadrinu Morei Lapei Minei and he was motioning to him that the Yidin are a nation, that Hashem's not looking at them anymore. Hashem has forsaken you guys. So Achvileh, Roshua signaled back to him, no, his hand's still above us. So again, they're sitting over there in the king's palace, in the Caesar's palace, and the certain men, the certain Apikairis is busy motioning, oh, Hashem left you. And Roshua is saying, no, Hashem's hand is still above us. So Amar Leh, so the Caesar sees these two guys motioning to each other. I'm like, Kesar Roshua, my Achvileh, What's this guy motioning to you? I'm a dad, Renu. So Rabbi Shua says, you know what he's telling me? He's telling me that we're a nation, that Hashem has forsaken us. And Rabbi Shua says, and I'm signaling back to him, Hashem is still, has his hand, and he's watching over us. So what happened? So they went and they said to this Abikairis, they asked him, what's the signals? So he said, you know what I'm signaling? That Hashem forsake them. And they asked this Abikairis, and what's Rabbi Yeshua? What's his hand signal responding to and he didn't know so Amru they said someone who doesn't know the signals that are happening in front of the Caesar and you're still going and having these hand motions in front of the Caesar they killed him basically what's going on here you're sitting in the king's palace to talk in front of the king is disrespectful so instead two people are making some hand motions so the Caesar says what's going on so he says, Rabbi Shua, what are the hand motions? And he knew what's going on. He says, the other guy, what are the hand motions that he doesn't know? So says the Caesar, that's even more disrespectful. It's one thing to talk in front of me, but now you're making these hand motions. You don't know what he's talking about. It's as if you're dancing and waving your hands in front of the Caesar. Caesar takes him out. 
and kills him. himself was about to be nifter. in the very first white line, the Rabbanan said to him, what is going to be what will become Mehabi Korsin? They said to Rabbi Yishuv and what's going to be? These Abikaruses are always attacking us, always trying to harm us. So Amrlam, Rabbi Yishuv said to them, Of the Eitzah Mibanim Nisrachachachmasam, they have lost from their children, their wisdom has soured. Kimash of the Eitzah Mibanim. The Vasik is teaching us once their counsel is lost for their children from the Yede, Nisrachachachmasan, Shalumai Sa'ilam, the wisdom of the nations is going to sour. Esav said, let us go and I'll be beside you that these children are no longer going to have anyone to defend them from the from the Abigarsim after he is Nifter. Ravilla was once going up the stairs to Shilam the house of Rabbi Rashila, Shamili Nuka Davikakari, and he heard a child who was reading the following Pasik. Kihine Yoitzer Harim Ubayiruach Umagim Laadam. For all the one who creates the mountains, he's Yoitzer the Harim, Ubayri the Ruach, and he creates the winds, Umagili Adam, Masichai. And as that same Hashem, he creates everything. He tells the person, Masichai, what are his words? Amar, Ebed, Sharabai, Magiloi, Masichai, Takana Yishlai, is anything we could do? Hashem knows every little nuance action. In a word we say, there's nothing we could do. But says Gemara, my masichai. It doesn't say Hashem knows our sichai, our talk. It says masichai, seemingly referring to even the smallest of talk. Oh my Rav, you know this refers to even husband and wife, if they exchange a few extra words. When one is nifter, he's even held accountable for those words. Says Gemara, really? Ain't is that true? But very famously, Rav Gahana, we're Underneath the bed of his Rebbe of Rav. While Rav was together with his wife, Rav Gahana wanted to know what the appropriate way of dealing with his wife is. And Rav Gahana hears, Shaman, he hears the Sachak, he hears that Rav is talking with his wife, the Sachak, and he's laughing with his wife. And then also Sarachov. And then they're having marital relations. And from under the bed, Rav Kahani yells out, Omar, the Mayo, the Rav, Kamanzal, Tomlay, Tavshila. It sounds like Rav, you're just joking around with your wife. It sounds like you never taste the dish. It sounds like it's the first time you're with your wife. So Omar Leh, Rav yells out, Kahana! Bike! Get out of here! Lava, Yerachara, it's not appropriate for you to be here. And this is the famous Gemara. That Rav Kahana says, what am I supposed to do? I had to go to any length to know what to do. But ask the Gemara by us, you're telling me that we're going to give Din Vacheshman on even the mere talk and the little words between husband and wife. But we see even the Haluka Rav. We see even Rav was sitting there and laughing and joking with his wife. What shot? Explains the Gemara like Kasha If it's necessary, if he had to talk to his wife this way, if he had to joke with his wife this way, whether his wife was angry, whether he needed it for himself, whatever the reason is, if it's necessary, then there's no din v'cheshun, but if it's not necessary, then one will be held accountable. We continue darshing psukim v'mlaisishma'u and if you're not going to listen, v'mistarim tivked, then what's going to happen? You're going to cry in hiding, nafshi myself, and they gavo because of your haughtiness. Amar Rav Shmuel bar Aniyah mishmei dera makom sheishlo lekadosh baruch hu. Hashem has a certain place. Who mistarim shemay and that place of God is called mistarim. Mind them they gavo. What does it mean? 
Because of our haughtiness, because of the gaiva, the exaltedness of Klai Yisrael that was taken for them and given to the Goyim. This is referring to something else. The exaltedness of the Malchus Shamayim that was removed, the kingdom in heaven is not as great as it was. What? Hashem cries. There's no such thing as sadness in front of Hashem. It's always happiness and glory and wonderfulness in front of God. There's two different places. There's the inner chambers and there's the outer chambers. The inner chambers that God cries, but not in the outer chambers. He doesn't cry in the outer chambers. So we see that Hashem is crying. When the Beis Amidash is destroyed, it's different. Even the good Malachim cries. Everyone cries on that terrible day of the Chorban Beis Amidash. Continues the Gemara over at the two dots, which are about, I don't know, 12 lines into the very wide lines, about 20 lines to the bottom of the Amud. The first one of the line is Malachi Shalom. And we continue with Hashem darshaning of what it means Hashem cries. Hashem. The Bosik says, Hashem says, I'm going to cry. My eyes are going to drip with tears. You know why? Because Hashem's Eder, Hashem's flock has been taken into captivity. There's three types of tears in this Bosik. Lama, Lama. So what do they refer to? Achas al Mikdash Rishon, Achas al Mikdash Sheni, Achas al Yisrael. One is for the first base of Mikdash destruction, the second base of Mikdash destruction, and for Klal Yisrael that are thrown into exile. Shekolim and Mekayma that thrown into Kolos. Ve'igadiyamri and some say, note the tears of four Achas al Bittel Tahira. Incredible, the same tears for Klal Yisrael, the same tears for the base of Mikdash, or the same tears for the Bittel of Tahira. The Bittel Tahira Shinev Bishlama asked the Gemara, Bishlam Laban Damal Yisrael. That there are tears for Hashem. That's the meaning of the post that says that Hashem's Eder, Hashem's flock, referring to Klal Yisrael has been taken into captivity. How do you learn that into the Basik? Explains the Gemara. When Klal Yisrael ascended the Galos, that's what causes the battle. When Klal Yisrael is not in Tolna, when Klal Yisrael is wandering to and fro, that's what causes the incredible battle. There are three entities that Hashem cries upon each and every day. If you could learn and you don't, Hashem Himself cries for you. And if you can't learn and you learn anyways, Hashem cries, explain the Mafarsham, Hashem cries with you in that case, because He feels your pain. It's so difficult to you, so difficult for you to learn and you do it anyways. Hashem cries with you. Incredible. Third tears for the leader who's too arrogant on the seabird. Says the Gemara, Rav Rav was holding the book of Kenes for Kakari and he was reading it. When he reached the Apostle, it says, the says, he cast down from heaven to earth the glory of Klai Yisrael. Hashem is going to destroy us. The book of Lamentations, the book of Kenes falls from the hands of Rav. And Amar, he says, Look what happens to Klai Yisrael from so high all the way down low. We continue about 12 lines to the bottom. The first one in line is Amar. 
Mikta. Rabbi Rabchia Vishakli Vazli Baurcha Rabbi Rabshia were going in our journey. Kimata Umasa when they reached a certain down, they said, Amri Ika Surbe Rabana. If there any time the Khamir, Echam and Echi Hacha, Nazam and Kabalabi, if any time the Kham, let's go visit them. We see from here, when you go to a town, you should go visit the Rav, etc. Amri Ika Surmi Rabana, there are some Rabana Nilcha. Omiri Nayim who and he's blind. Sorry, Sumer Rabbanan, and he's blind. Amar Leir Rabchia, the Rabbi Tiv at Loi Tzalzel Binisiyaseich. So Rabchia said to Rabbi, "You stay here. It's not appropriate. You're a Nasi. It's not befitting for you to go visit this young Tamachacham who's blind." Ezel Anas Rabchia says, "I'm going to go myself, like Akbel Ape, and I'll go pay respect to him." Takvei va'Ozel Badei. Rabbi was upset, and Rabbi said, "No, I'm going to go with you." Kavim Mitzri Minei. When they were leaving from this young Tamachachm who was blind, Amrlu Atem Altem upon him, he said to them, Atem, you came to pay respects to me, Anirim Vinoinirim, one who is seen but not seen, Tizku, you should merit, Lahakvil Ponim Arayim Vinoinirim, you should pay your respects to Hashem, to the one who is seen but is not seen. Amrlu, so Rebbe says to Rabbi, Kahashta Minaton, May I, see, you would have prevented me from getting this bracha. Look at this incredible bracha he's giving me for the fact that I went to visit him. Rabbi was very happy. So Amrulad, he said to this blind from who, where did you hear this? Where did you hear that it's an incredible mitzvah, an incredible meals chasadim, we can even call it, to go visit a tamachacham? So the blind, the kid, the blind tamachacham responds, me birkid, Rav Yaakov Shmili, I heard it from the, one of the, one of the shiurim of Rav Yaakov, Rav Yaakov came from the place called Kfar and he would pay and every day he would go visit the Rabbanan Kikosh when Rav Yaakov got old so the Rebbe said to him don't do it anymore don't come visit me it's too difficult for yourself because you're not able to do it so Amr Lei Rav Yaakov Rishan Mizutar is it something so small? My dechsibu rabbanan out rabbanan himself. Ayachi oid lo netzach. As the pasuk says, lechol lo netzach lo yira ishachas ki yiru chachamim yomusu. What do you mean? Says Rabbi Yaakov. It's not a little bit. Not a little deed to go visit a talmud chacham. He's gonna live for eternity, and he's never gonna fool the one that goes and visits the wise men. Now, if we see someone who visits the chachamim b'misasan yichia. When he visited the Chame after the Nifter, he's gonna live. If you pay respects to a dead Tamachacham, certainly to a living Tamachacham. And now we'll conclude with one last story. Ravidi Avuad Rav Yaakov. Ravidi, the father of Yaakov, Aridi Aviragod Aviazal Tlasa Yarchai Borcha. He was accustomed to go on a three month journey, Vachad, Yoima Bebe Raf, and then spend one day. He would travel for three months to sit in Yeshiva for one day. And because of that, I could currently Rabbanan Barbe Raf. They were calling him a yeshiva student for one day. He felt bad that they're calling him this. He called about himself. My friends are mocking me. I beg of you. Do not bring punishment on the Rabbanan that insulted you. She went on You seek me every day. 
day and you desire to know my ways and you learned that from this passage. Does it mean only by day? flipping it. Ravidi's feeling bad because they call me Yeshiva Bacher for one day. Rabbi Yechon says, don't feel bad. I'll tell you what the passage means. You learn for one day, one measly daf. It's not a measly daf. It's as if you learned the entire year. Incredible. They sin for 40 days. 40 years. They sit for 40 days. For one day. It's if it was for the whole year. But we see it as well that a learning for one day is if you learn for the entire year. Incredible. As well not to do Averis. We'll pick it up from the bottom of the Amid in the next year. Mir Tzashem.